This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Plated Earth, where we share at least a fraction of the crazy, wonderful, and insightful stories of produce. I'm your host, JJ. Plated Earth is also the official podcast of the Specialty Produce app. Please show your support for us and Specialty Produce by downloading the app and exploring one of the globe's most comprehensive fresh food databases. So, what's on our plate today? Today, we are sharing the story of Sharon Fruit. Did you know that the ancient Greeks referred to the persimmon as the fruit of the gods? That's also roughly the translation of its scientific name, Diosporus, D-I-O-S-P-Y-R-O-S, which is also sometimes translated as divine fruit or Zeus's grain, though the contextual meaning is about the same. Maybe they called it that because of the fruit's sweet taste, which has also earned it the nickname of nature's candy, or maybe because of its plentiful benefits, health and otherwise, as we'll get into a little bit later. Okay, but wait, I thought this episode was about Sharon fruit, so why are we talking about persimmons? Bottom line, Sharon fruit, pronounced as Sharon fruit in Israel, is the trade name for a type of persimmon. It takes its name from the Sharon Plain, the valley of the river in Israel where the fruit is widely grown. So is there really a difference between Sharon fruit and persimmons? Yes, there actually is. Sharon fruit, more specifically, is a non-astringent variety of Japanese persimmon, whose astringency has been artificially removed. It may sound minor, but it's a distinguishing trait. But that hasn't stopped people from using the names Sharon fruit and persimmon interchangeably, especially with other non-astringent varieties. So, since we can't really talk Sharon fruits without talking persimmons, here's just a few facts to know about them. Persimmons, as I mentioned, are in the genus Diasporus and are members of the ebony wood family. The large trees produce fleshy, edible, rounded fruits, which are technically juicy berries. The entire fruit is edible, except for the seed and calyx. There are two main species of persimmon, the American persimmon, or native persimmon, botanically classified as Diasporus virginiana, and the Japanese persimmon, botanically classified as Diasporus kaki. The Japanese persimmon, sometimes still called the Oriental or Asian persimmon, is the most widely cultivated species, and is also referred to simply as kaki in Japan. Persimmons can be further classified as one of two categories, astringent or non-astringent. Many persimmons have high tannin content when unripe, which makes them bitter to the taste. And because of their tannin content, overeating unripe persimmons can cause gastric discomfort. Those tannin levels lower as the fruit matures, so they must be soft and fully ripe before they can be eaten. These are the cultivars that bear astringent fruit. Non-astringent persimmons, however, can be eaten when they are firm and crisp like an apple, as well as when they are ripe and soft like a peach. Both categories also have cultivars that are influenced by pollination and others that are not. Persimmon varieties are categorized as either pollination constant, meaning that their flesh remains the same color whether they have seeds or not, or pollination variant, meaning that they develop brown flesh when seeded. So you just have to know what type you're dealing with and have the Specialty Produce app ready at the hand to look up the details and stages of edibility of different cultivars, of course. One important cultivar to mention is the Triumph persimmon. Why? Because the Triumph, which is an astringent variety, 
is sold as Sharon fruit after its astringency has been chemically removed. It looks and tastes very similar to a Fuyu persimmon, but it is in fact a unique variety. Sharon fruit is picked and treated through modified atmosphere packaging, or MAP for short, to remove its astringency. The fruit is stored in a low-oxygen, high-carbon dioxide environment for 24 hours to facilitate natural ripening and remove its astringency. This controlled atmospheric storage is not a new method, however. Evidence suggests that harvested crops have been stored in controlled environments since the Egyptian period. The result? Sharon fruit is always ready to be eaten. It has a sweet flavor with no bitterness, even if it is still immature and firm, with a crisp and succulent texture. Sharon fruits have a similar plump shape of a tomato, averaging 5 to 8 centimeters in diameter. They have pale to reddish-orange skin and flesh when ripe. The color is often described as pumpkin-like. Their edible skin is thin, waxy, and topped with a green calyx. The flesh is seedless, or nearly seedless, has no core, and softens to a custard-like texture as it matures, developing a more complex sweet flavor with hints of brown sugar. Sharon fruit, also called the Korean mango, is native to Israel, where it has only been in cultivation since sometime in the 1900s. It is grown in the Sharon Plain, where the mild, arid climate, as well as the long days of sunlight during summer, contributes to the abundant harvest of the Sharon fruit in late autumn through winter. Looking back a little further at parentage, Japanese persimmons are native to China. Don't get confused by the name, that's just the fun of language. They have been in cultivation in China, where they are known as shizi, S-H-I-Z-I, since around 1000 BCE, and have been used from ancient times as herbal medicine, as well as for consumption. Chinese medicine believes that persimmons help to regulate one's qi, a.k.a. our body's internal energy. In some rural Chinese communities, the persimmon fruit is said to have mystical power to solve back pain and other body aches. Persimmon tannins have also been used in Japan as folk medicine, such as for treating stroke and lowering blood pressure. Japanese persimmons spread quickly from China into Japan and Korea, where many cultivars have since been developed over the centuries. Japanese persimmons were introduced into Europe sometime in the 1600s and later into the United States in the mid-1800s, though the USDA didn't approve the fruit for distribution and other varieties didn't arrive until sometime around 1911 to 1913. The first documented picture of a mature Sharon fruit in the United States was in 1913. However, today, the two most widely grown persimmon cultivars in the U.S. are the non-astringent Fuyu persimmon and the astringent Hachia persimmon. As far as nutrition goes, Sharon fruit, and really persimmons in general, have high fiber content containing roughly twice as much fiber as an apple, and they are rich in minerals such as sodium, magnesium, calcium, and iron. They are widely regarded for their high level of beta-carotene found in both the skin and flesh, making them a great source of vitamins A and C. They are also high in glucose and protein. To give just a few examples of its medicinal importance, the tannins in persimmon fruit are said to calm intestinal movements and treat bruises by slowing internal bleeding. When persimmon tannin is absorbed into body tissues, it is even said to subdue the spread of bacteria. Remember, persimmons even when ripe still contain tannins, just on a more tolerable scale. You still don't want to eat unripe astringent types because they contain too much tannin at that point, and it will feel like you're chewing on chalk. Studies have also proposed that Sharon fruit and other persimmon varieties may be the most effective fruit for reducing the risk of heart disease and heart attack due to the amount of fiber, minerals, and antioxidants, all of which can help prevent clogged arteries, among other health benefits.
Okay, so in summary, Sharon fruit are unique, nutritious, and tasty. So how do we use them? Sharon fruit, and again, persimmons in general, depending on variety, can be eaten fresh or used in sweet or savory cooked recipes, as well as preserved in both dried and canned form. Sharon fruit, as mentioned, can be eaten at any stage of ripeness. It's up to your personal taste. Same goes for the peel. It's edible, but still some people prefer to remove it before eating. Ripe Sharon fruit is soft and sweet, and as it overripens, the flesh may become translucent, but it is still edible. Underripe Sharon fruit is firm with an apple-like crunch, though it will still be sweet to the taste. The firm fruit will continue to soften at room temperature and will take about one week to ripen. To accelerate the process, just like avocados, store at room temperature next to bananas or apples. Use fresh Sharon fruit in everything from salads to baked goods. They can be made into sauces, jams, chutneys, marinades, and puddings, a popular holiday dessert application in the U.S., where they are often paired with spices like cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, allspice, and cloves. A popular fruit punch in Korea called sujenjua is made with persimmon, ginger, cinnamon, and honey or sugar. It's often served very hot alongside dessert. Sharon fruit also pair well with endive, coriander, squash, figs, pears, olive oil, softer cheeses like telegio and goat cheese, or aged cheeses such as manchego and parmesan. Try using them for a savory sweet bruschetta appetizer. Yum! And in case your mouth isn't watering yet, for a simple warm-up-from-the-inside-out winter dessert, roast your Sharon fruit and serve with a mascarpone cream and maybe just a touch of liqueur to taste. As far as preserving, the fruit can be peeled and dried whole or cut into slices with or without the peel before drying. In addition to the edible fruit, the leaves of persimmon trees can be dried and made into tea, and the wood of the trees can have a variety of uses, including paneling in traditional Korean and Japanese furniture. Fun side note, in North America, the lighter-colored wood of the American persimmon varieties, a.k.a. the Virginiana species, is used to manufacture billiard cues. Today, the major commercial producers of persimmons include China, Japan, Korea, Brazil, and Italy, with smaller commercial production in Spain, the U.S., New Zealand, Australia, Chile, Georgia, Iran, and Israel. Sharon fruit, however, are grown primarily in Israel, Spain, and South Africa, as we'll hear more about next week in our food fable, with a small scale in California and the Gulf states, but mainly in home gardens. Well, folks, that concludes this week's episode. Be sure to follow at Specially Produce app on Instagram for some amazing produce photos. And while you're on there, give us a follow at Plated Earth. As always, you can find more information, recipe ideas, and local market shares on the Specialty Produce app. Tune in next time for more food fables. And remember, cauliflower is nothing but a cabbage with a college education. We'll catch you next time.